0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Road to Forex, where we are going to be talking about everything in relation to the foreign exchange. Of course, I'm your host, Alex. So without further ado, let's get stuck into today's episode. Now, you may have seen on the last episode that I uploaded that this was about counter trend trading, and I promised the opposite of that, which is of course counter trend trading, giving you some tips, showing you if it's something that you want to get involved in. And if you had uh, listened to the last episode, you would also know that if you're a beginner or intermediate, this is going to be something that you specifically want to focus on because it definitely applies to you. So Listen up here because I'm definitely going to be giving some really good tips and advice about how to employ this type of strategy to make some good profits within the market. But first things first, let's define what we mean by a trend. So obviously in the Forex market, there are two types of trends, upwards and downwards trends, also known as bullish or bearish trends. So a bullish trend is characterized by a series of higher highs and higher lows, while the downtrend is obviously characterized by a series of lower highs and lower lows. So that is what a trend is. Following the trend, I am going, if it's a bullish trend, I am going in and I'm hopping onto a buy. And if it is a bearish trend, I'm obviously following the trend and then hopping in for a sell. Now one of the most popular indicators used in trend trading is the moving average, also known as the EMA, so I would definitely be using that here to help you out to make sure that you know that the trend is continuing. So this moving average is a technical indicator that shows the average value of a currency pair over a certain period of time. For example, a 200-day moving average will show you the average value of a currency pair over the last 200 days. Now, traders will often use two moving averages, one with a shorter period of time and one with a longer period of time to identify a current trend. If the shorter moving average is above the longer moving average, it is considered an uptrend. And if the shorter moving average is below the longer moving average, it is considered a downtrend. So obviously, if you have that 200-day moving average we're talking about, and a 20-day moving average, this is just a random example, that shorter trend, if it's below the 200-day, it is a downtrend. So that's a really easy way of just being able to tell if it, well, what sort of trend that you are in. But let's get on to how this is actually gonna help you. So we've defined it, we've also given you an indicator that you can use to tell what sort of trend you're in. But using this trend trading method is probably the safer out of counter trend trading and trend trading. And that is because you are not looking for pullbacks. Necessarily, what you will do in this scenario, and especially if you have looked at and listened to my last episode, which you definitely should be because this is going to make a lot more sense. In the counter trend trading episode, I said you want to hop in on pullbacks. Well, the counter, sorry, the trend trading strategy also has a pullback strategy of its own. Now, you might be asking yourself, how does that happen? How can it actually work? Well, this strategy involves identifying an uptrend or a downtrend, so bullish or bearishness, and then waiting for this retracement or pullback against the trend. Once the pullback is completed, the trader enters a trade in the direction of the original trend. And this is how I actually started to get more interested in counter-trend trading. But for you guys, if you don't know how to do that, or you are looking for a relatively easy strategy to follow, this pullback strategy, when you are trend trading, is definitely the way to go about it, especially for beginners. Because all you have to do is identify areas where you think there may be a reversal, right? Where you think, hey, it's going to make a new higher high. I know it's going to go past this. Inevitably after the higher high, it has to make a low. So you just wait for the low, for it to come on the pullback, you identify an area where you want to hop back in, whether it's an imbalance, whether it's an institutional candlestick, whether it's a Fibonacci level. You wait, you hop in there, and then you go straight back for a buy. Now that is a lot easier and a lot safer because you are in a buyer's market for that example. If you are in an uptrend, and then you are hopping in and you are looking for buyers, you are hopping in with the strength of the market. Rather than being a counter-trend trader and hopping in as a seller at that point when the buyers are far more in control and it is a buyer-dominated market. Of course, pullbacks will always occur, but if you're waiting for that pullback to stop or finish, you are still going to be hopping into that buyer-dominated market where the bias is towards buys. It is towards bullishness. So it's a lot safer there because pullbacks, they can be quite short, they can be quite long, but usually when you're hopping into a trade, it can go for a longer period of time. Now that is just a generalization, but that is just something there that I have seen in my course of my experience within the market. Now, I should go over another popular trend trading strategy, which I have also talked about previously, and you should definitely listen to this episode. It is the breakout strategy, and I specifically have an episode called the breakout strategy. Now, this strategy involves identifying key levels of support and resistance and then watching for a breakout above or below these levels. Once this breakout occurs, the trader enters a trade in the direction of the breakout, which is usually going to be, you guessed it, in the way of the trend. So please, if you actually want to know how to trade this, I've actually given you a full strategy here on this podcast episode so you're able to go back, listen to it, and then you should be able to enter it into the market. Now, it is important to note that trends can change. So it is essential to use proper risk management techniques. As I said in most of my episodes, make sure you have stop loss to to limit potential losses in case of trend changes. And another aspect of trend trading is that you trade with the trend always, not against it. Do not be, I guess, manipulated or think that, hey, I can start hopping into counter-trend trades because you do not know how to do that. You do not know the volatility. You do not know when a pullback is going to basically begin or maybe stop. You're not really looking out for those kind of things, where a counter-trend trader is. So if you haven't back-tested a counter-trend trade strategy, there's no point in hopping into it. So always make sure that you are trading with the trend. If you need to use that RSI, use that. There's another really good Uh, indicator, which is the moving average convergence divergence, or the MACD indicator, which is a momentum indicator, you know, it shows the difference between two moving averages. So if the MACD is above zero, it is considered a bullish signal, and it indicates an uptrend, while a negative MACD is considered bearish signal and indicates a downtrend. So if I were you, I'd use the RSI and the MACD indicator, MACD indicator, both of them are saying a bullish hop in for buys. If both of them say bearish, then hop in for a sell. It's as simple and it's as easy as that, guys. And then use what I've been talking about here before, my pullback strategy or the breakout strategy. I have episodes on both, so you can go out there and start trading straight away. Now, as I said before, train trading might not be suitable for all traders in market conditions. It does work best in markets that are trending already, and it can be difficult to make money in the markets that are ranging or choppy. So, for example, at this time of year, January, especially December, when there's low liquidity, you would have seen that the markets are ranging. They're accumulating right now. That's really hard for trend traders to hop in, whereas me, as a counter-trend trader... I love this kind of stuff, and I am hopping in and out of trades quite quickly. You really just need to find a pair, like Great British Pan, JPY, which haven't been being that choppy at this current moment in time, hop in on them and trend trade. Make sure you've got a vast array of pairs that you can be looking at. Of course, back test it on all these pairs to make sure, but if it is accumulating, if it is ranging or choppy, don't hop in. So you do need to do that. So make sure that you are disciplined and you're patient and you have a good understanding of technical analysis. Otherwise, you know, it's not going to be that easy for you. But anyway, guys, in conclusion, trend trading is a popular strategy. It is using the Forex market a lot. I did this for longer than I've been counter trend trading. It involves identifying Current trend, number one, using the RSI, using the MACD indicator, we identify the trend, right? Using those popular indicators that anyone can use. Make sure we're using risk management. Make sure we are using our stop losses. And then use the breakout strategy. I've said it twice before, but I'll say it again. Got an episode on it. Pullback strategy. I've been talking about this previously as well. So you can hop in on these pairs just listening uh, to that episode and of course make sure that you are just using risk management properly if, if not you're not going to be a profitable trader in the long term anyway guys that is it from me if you need to get through to me my email is uh, linked in the description but until then have a great day stay safe and i'll see you in the next episode